prehistoric, 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 podcast. Well, welcome everybody to episode four. Did, did you all get to find us on Apple Podcasts this week? Yes, I did. Pretty cool. I can do it on Alexa now. I think our usual thing that we've been doing is I've been asking everyone to go around and pronounce the, the name of the thing we researched to see if we all came up with the same pronunciation. I think we probably did with this one. This one was a little bit easier than the last few. Leif, do you want to start? Dunkleosteus. Dunkleosteus. Dunkleosteus? Uh, there's a lot of people that say Dunkleosteus, and some people that say Dunkleosteus. So it's instead of that EO in the middle. But I, I'm guessing you can say it either way. Yeah. Does everybody feel comfortable if we just call it the dunk for a while? Yeah. The dunk of the sea. I, like, I feel like the name suits it. Yeah. Just for, for real. There's something, there's something so heavy and so strong about dunk. Yeah. The dunk is three tons. Wow. Okay, well, let's, let's get, let's start. Let's start. When did the dunk live? Um, uh, the... Jurassic from, period? No. 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 From the uh, Pomenian period to the Devonian period? Yeah, it was around for most of the Devonian period, so that's kind of like what people say this thing, when this thing took over. Is that what you had, late? the Devonian? No. Well, the Devonian, we talked a little bit about the Devonian last week because the Ecolotris lived in the Devonian age too, right? Yeah. And so that was about 350 million years ago to between 380 and 350 million years ago. So, so not too long ago. Just kidding. But that's before, <laughs> that's before the dinosaurs. That kind of is the age before the age of dinosaurs came in. So it was called the, the age of the fish. <laughs> when the Devonian age ended... That was kind of the start of when uh, dinosaur-like creatures, I don't know, evolved. Introduced. Introduced, yeah. Did anybody figure out how they named this thing? Yeah. Well, they named it, they named it Dunkel's Bone after a scientist named David Dunk or a paleon, I'm not so sure what he was. I, yeah. yeah, I forgot, too. I kind of went over that, but um, yeah. his name was David Dunkel, and means Dunkel's Bone. That's right. So David Dunkel, yeah, he was the vertebrate paleontology curator at the Cleveland Museum of Natural History. That must be why. So that makes sense, but that's also quite the title, a vertebrate paleontology curator at a museum in Cleveland. When was the dunk found? Did anybody find uh, that? No. Um, no, I didn't. I don't think I did. I wrote it all on sticky notes, very tiny, so I'm oh, having okay. problems. It was actually discovered in 1867, so about a, almost 100 years before they named it. And it was discovered by a, like an amateur paleontologist named Jay Terrell. So last, last, yeah. last week we talked about the Gecolopterus, and it was named after this German paleontologist, but not the paleontologist that found the bones. So this is a similar situation yeah. where this Jay Terrell found these dunk skull but it wasn't, it wasn't described and it wasn't really officially determined what it was until David Dunkel kind of imagined it. So even though he didn't find it, like last week, he was the one to kind of officially name it. He was the one to place it. So they named it after him. Hmm. So that's just going to say, if you ever find a bone, make sure you're the one 
who does all of the research so that you can have it named after you. Yeah. Or at least choose the name. Yeah, at least yeah. demand that you that it's named after you before you turn it over. Or at least find yeah. a bug and name it after you. You want a bug named after you? Yeah. If you found a new species of bug, what would you call it? Uh, I don't know. One of its names would probably be Olsen. The Olsen bug? Yeah. That's a nice tribute to That's your whole family. That's quite good. nice. That's exactly what I was thinking, the Olsen bug. How about the Lolson bone? So at least it's L. Olson. So it's Leif Olson. The Lolson. Kind of sounds scientific too. Lolson bug. How about Sophia? What would you, what would be the best thing? What would be your favorite thing to find? Well, I would want to name a, a fish. Definitely, I want to find maybe not even a fish, just an aquatic animal that you're like, where did this come from? Is mm -hmm. this a real thing? And I would be like, yes. It is, and that's where I go blank. August, do you have anything you'd want to yeah. discover? Yeah. Just a new dinosaur, probably, right? I think it'd be really fun if I found, like, the first ever remnants of a mermaid, and then mm -hmm. I decided to totally change the name so that we could no longer call them mermaids, and everyone, like, we'd have to rename the Disney movie. It'd have to be the little Soren maid or something. Sea, the little sea woman, which is kind of what mermaid means. Yeah. Okay, well, let's keep moving on. So uh, it was discovered in 1867, but it wasn't named until 1956. What did the dunk look like? It looked like a submarine with a fish head. Submarine with a fish head? Also, it didn't have teeth. All it had was sharp plates. That's right. So it didn't have, it didn't have teeth. It had like fangs. <laughs> kind of had these weird fangs that were sharp. What were they made? What were the plates made of? Bone. You know, Leif? Oh yeah. Bone. Bone. They were bony plates, right? We heard they were kind of called like knife plates. Uh-huh. Almost, almost, like, almost like a serrated Hello. mouth, but with just like two serrations. I heard it was kind of like an axe. Like an axe. That makes sense, right? What else did it look like? Did it have a, are you drawing it? It's wow, very, that's a really, really perfect drawing right out the gate. That's what it looked like. Okay, but since since our listeners can't see it, can't see that, what else would you say? Because it's well, uh, it's not like a lot of fish we see today where there's like this long kind of it comes to a slow. It has a heavily armored head, and it does kind of look like a not really a beak. I'm kind of reminding myself of my pugs. If you look up yeah, a pug yeah. skull. It yeah. kind of looks a little bit like that. So it's really just kind of a flat face, right? It comes together. Yeah. It's like really kind of rounded, but fastly round. I think that's kind of what August means by that submarine. When you see a submarine, yeah. it's not like a boat yeah. when it comes to a point. It kind of just has this tank-like thing on the front. Yeah. And that's kind of what the dunk looked like, except for it had these... Huge jaws. A huge jaw with plates. Chompers. Yeah, with chompers. Oh. We should go back to this. What... What kind of, what was the, what's the term for this fish? We brought this up last week, but what is this type of fish called? Dunkleosteus. All of the no, fish I, that kind of looked like the Dunkleosteus, what were the, what was the name? Dunkleosteus I, was the biggest. I have it. I know it. Um, a placoderm. Placoderm. So we brought that up last week. Does anybody know what placoderm means? Well, I know other placoderms were um, fish with um, more heavily, there were, they were armored on the... Yeah, so that's what a yeah. placoderm... A placoderm means plate skin. 
So this is like this uh, genus of prehistoric armored fish. And the dunk was the biggest of the placoderms, the biggest placoderm ever to exist. How big did it get? Very big. Um, Leif, um, do you know how long it got, Leif? How long did the dunk I get? I don't know. Look at All I have is three times an armored body. I got um, about 33 feet. I had to convert it back into yes. the, um, yeah. From meters, you had to convert <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. How much did it weigh, Sophia, did you have down? Um, two to four tons, 4,000 to 8,000 pounds. Yeah, so what did you have, Leif? Three tons? Yeah. What weighs that much? Does anybody have any idea? Like, what else modern I day say, weighs? I want to say a school what? bus. Again, I'm not sure. No, a school bus weighs a lot. Two RVs is, I think, what I about 4,000 pounds is about the size of a, a regular car. Okay. So, a, But a car isn't 30 feet long, right? A car is more like 10 feet long. So this, yeah. thing, this thing weighed a lot, but it was also really big. And why, why do you think that is? Because you, you'd think of a 30-foot armored fish. I would think it would actually weigh more than that. But why didn't it weigh so much? I mean, what is a fish? It needs to be able to – it has to float or yeah. swim. So yeah, I, I mean, guess – it's hollow, right? I need to yeah. So it's still hollow. It still is not like a dense 30-foot-long submarine. It still yeah. has nothing on the inside. I so, yeah, so it was 30 feet long. To give it an idea of what 30 feet long is, um, August's mom, Sophia, your aunt, she mm -hmm. says that's, that's half of a volleyball court. So a full volleyball oh. court is 60 feet. 30 feet would be from the baseline to the net. So it's 30 feet long, about 4,000 pounds, um, which is about two crocodiles on top of each other or a small car. An absolute monster. A monster, yep. Okay, what else, what else about the body? What, what have they found of this animal? Well, they found like the eye socket and I, I found that a little weird. Well, the eye socket I, was interesting because what, what did the eye socket have in it? It, it's a hole and then bone and then another hole in the bone. Yeah, the it's, it's almost like, it looks like if you had a human skull or any other animal where it's got those sockets where that would just be missing because that'd be where the eye is. <laughs> Except for this fish had armor even inside of its eye socket. So it looks like there's an eye there, but it's not the eye. It's actually bone. Yeah. With a little, with a little hole, which is presumably where the eye would be. Hmm. August, what did we... When you hear about this Dunkleosteus, uh, hear about how terrible it was and that it was like the meanest, you know, it would have been the most terrifying thing in the water at the time. So instantly I think, oh, it must be like a shark, right? It must just have these huge teeth, this big, long body. But it doesn't look like a shark, does it? No. No, what is it? has an armored head. It's got an armored head and maybe some of the rest of the body maybe was armored too. What does it have? Does it have like a shark dorsal fin? No. No. Yeah, what kind of what kind of dorsal fin did it have? It looked like a like big spinosaurus, like a tiny little lump. Yeah, like a tiny little lump, like a spinosaurus spine, not quite as big. It was just a rounded. It was kind of a rounded fin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A rounded dorsal fin, and then August and I thought it was funny because it didn't have those side fins like back in the middle of its body like a shark does. Where were its side <laughs> fins, August? Right by its neck. 
they're kind of the side fins are right below its neck. Yeah, I and saw what, that. What did we? August, yeah. What did we think it looked like? Manatee. We kind of thought it looked like we looked up a manatee, and a manatee also has those side flippers that are really close to its head. So I'm trying to draw a picture of like what this thing looked like. It it was really big, but it wasn't fearsome looking like a shark because it had these little kind of rounded flippers by its neck and it had a rounded dorsal fin. It reminded me almost of an angler fish a little bit. Sure, yeah. Less creepy, but... Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. It had the rounded snout. It had its big eyes with kind of a bony plate inside of its eye. It had a low rounded dorsal fin. What did its tail look like? Or what did they think its tail looked like? Do you remember, August? No. Uh, can you read this word? One of your favorite things in the sea? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. They kind of think the tail looked more like an eel than a oh. fish. It wasn't symmetrical. It was kind of, they kind of think it maybe just tailed off like a... Like a little short tail and its fin and yeah. then goes together like that. Yeah, huh. like, a, like a snake tail, but an eel. So an eel kind of, eel's tail has that, it yeah, kind of gets a little bit bigger and then it gradually goes down to a point. That's what the latest I, models of this thing are. That wait, they, that's what they uh, think it looks like. Yeah, it's kind of hard to imagine that thing with an eel tail. Yeah. Well, he must have been a very slow swimmer. Yep, little, really slow swimmer, that's right. How did they come up with this body? What did? Because they really have only found that armored skull. This is similar to what we talked about with the Eucalopterus last week. What do they do when they don't find a full, full body? I don't remember, but they would... Guess what the rest of it looks like. Yeah, based on what? Other, oh, um, think, things that look like it nowadays. Um, yeah, true. They, yeah. That or other animals that lived during that time for which they have full... Skeletons. Skeletons, yep. So yeah. they would find other placoderms, and they would, they would measure the head of that other placoderm to the body size, and then they would assume that if that ratio is from head to body is 2 to 10, then they know the ratio is, one, yeah, like 2 to 10, 1 to 5. So that's how yeah. they guess what the rest of the body would look like. Yeah. How did we not find the rest of the bones? That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe there were small, like, fish bones. Yeah, that could be, yeah. I'm not sure about that. It's a good question. The skulls that they have found so far, about how big are those? Probably not big at all. Um, They're big. No. They're, they're really I don't know what this. I don't know what the weight is, but it's about the size of an adult. So, like your mom or your dad, if, if they laid down on the ground, that's how long that skull is. And if they stood up, that's how tall that skull is. So it's this. It's gigantic. Wow. So each one of those like plates, those teeth-like plates that we see, those are about the size of Leif and August. What's as big as a Nintendo Switch? Um. Mm. Its eye socket could be one of the controllers. Its eye socket. Each eye socket is a controller. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What What did it eat? It basically, anything it could get its jaws on, and There's even a, other. There's evidence on some skulls that we found that other other dunks have tried to eat other dunks. So when you're the biggest fish, when you're the biggest thing in the sea, you don't really care what it, what else there is because you would you would attack anything that gets it in your way, probably.
So yeah, it ate, it ate ammonites, it ate big ammonites, and it ate other placoderms. It probably ate anything it could eat that. Maybe it even ate the Ecolopterus. Who knows? Yeah, probably. What was super special about this guy's jaws? Not just that it had these plates. What else was special? It um it could bite with eight thousand pounds. Yeah, so it had a huge bite. Bite force between. I had like 6,700 Newtons. Did you come across that letter, N, Newtons? No, I didn't. That must but be a way to measure bite force. But I have that. It's kind of between like a lion and an alligator. Really hard bite. And then what else was special about that jaw? Um, uh, it was super fast. So it could open oh, and close its mouth super fast. In like a fraction of a second. Yeah, Super, so 60, yeah. 60 milliseconds it could go from open to closed. Nice. So did it use these bony plate for chewing? Uh, I don't think so. Do no, you know, it didn't. Evidence points to that they didn't use those for chewing. They used that for like cracking open another placoderm Placid. or an ammonite shell. But otherwise, no. They What and were they? What do they think they were? How did it eat? Because it had such a fast bite, they think it actually was a suction feeder. Yeah. You know what a suction feeder is, Lane? Well, when when it opens its mouth, it basically brings things into its mouth. That's Just right. Like, right. It opens so fast that the water, all water from around it, tries to fill in that open space, right, that the dunk makes by opening its jaw, and then yeah. it shuts so fast that. Anything like, that went in doesn't have like, enough time to get out. Yeah, like lionfish. It's like when you open a jar or a bottle underwater. Yeah, and, the, and it's right. It sucks it, in everything. That's right. It sucks in everything because the water needs to fill up that space. So um, that's how they think it actually ate, that it was a suction feeder, and it just used those bony plates in case it sucked in something big enough with a hard enough shell that it would chomp down on that to break it up, and then it would swallow it. Yeah, break it into pieces. It was also thought to like kind of spit out the harder shells and bits. Yeah. It's called bolus, I think. Yeah, that's the correct word. Um it was it would spit up all the all the harder parts that it couldn't digest. What happened to the, the Dunkleosteus? Um, well, it was... Well, the water level changed in the water. Well, the air level changed in the water that didn't allow it to get that big. There were a lot of different cl climate change type things happening at, at the time. So there's, there's this thing called the Hangenberg event. Basically, at the end of the Devonian age, there were a few what they call mass extinction events. And they know this based on rocks, uh, by the rocks they find. Uh, and then they, they line that up with a period of time, as well as the animals that are at, at that level of rock, and then the animals that they find after that level of rock, and they realize that there was a mass extinction event that occurred during that time. But they don't know really what for sure happened. They know that the climate was changing. They know that a lot, um, a lot more plant cover was happening on land. And that increased the nutrient supply in the water. So that had a big effect on what happened to the fish. And then there yeah. was this race to the land that ended up killing a lot of animals that uh, were trying to attempt to move from being 
water dwellers to land dwellers, but their bodies hadn't quite adapted for that yet. So they could come out of the water for a certain amount of time, but then they would stay out longer than they could and they'd, they'd die. So there was a lot of things happening. Couldn't handle. They couldn't handle it. Yeah. You know, that's what some of the, at least some of the guesses are of what happened at the end of the Devonian age. All right. Yeah. That's all, that's all we have for the Dunkley Osteus. Does anybody have anything else they want to say? I don't know. I don't have any more facts. No, not really. Uh, yeah, so these are our listener-only questions. August? What listen. are the living fishes real, not sharks, though? Not yeah. like the Baskin shark or, or the cookie-cutter sharks? Yeah, but what do you want to know? That is what? What is a living fish that does what? Second suctions feeds. Yeah, so what is a living fish that is a suction feeder? Not a shark. Okay, that's one question. Does anybody else have any listener-only questions? And then, what is so unique about the Dunkleosteus' eye socket? Leif, do you have Yay. any questions you want to ask our listeners? What does dunk mean or does dunk mean anything? What does Dunkleosteus mean? Nobody knows in this episode. No, we told them. So that's a good question because also, they have to remember back to the beginning. And then I guess I, my question yeah. would be, what is a placoderm? What is a placoderm? Okay, everybody. Episode four in the books. Very good. Yay! Bye. 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 Good to see you. Enjoy the sun. Get outside. Bye. Stay safe. Bye.